You're listening to the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Alexi Castro. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. Apparently, Jose has a problem with me leaving the garage door open um, <laughs> because you just walked right in. Yeah, I assumed you were home. Uh-huh. So your problem is that anybody else could have done that? So you're trying to prove to me that you could have been anybody coming in my house? Yes, I could have, like, stolen everything in your house, walked out. Nobody would have known any better. But there was a car in the driveway. That's why I thought you were here. Right. But why would a stranger assume the opposite, that there's nobody home? You walked in because you assumed someone was home. And you're trying to tell me, hey, man, somebody else could have assumed the opposite and walked in and stolen your stuff. Because they might have been up to no good and just broken in thinking they're going to harm you. Well, at this point, you're not even breaking in. If the garage door is open, you're walking in. You are the worst, like, security alarm salesperson. You know that? (laughs) You're not even, it doesn't even make any sense. As a matter of fact, let me see you try to sell us a security alarm for our home after discovering our garage door open. Let's see it. Uh, hello. Oh, wow. You just walked right into our house. I was Um, making my son breakfast. That's actually why I'm here. Uh, You had your garage door open. Yeah, exactly. Because the garbage was in the garage and I was airing it out. Yeah, I mean, I'm like going to leave for school in like 10 minutes. So it's not that big of a deal. 10 minutes. That's all it takes for a thief to come into your house. And And what? Eat our sandwich? We're in the kitchen. No, they can rob you. You know, I could have been a thief that just walked in here, held you at gunpoint or knife point and then just robbed you. Rob me of the sandwiches. Of money, of your TV, of whatever it is that you have your valuables in here. Right. So you're trespassing to make a point? Well, I just wanted, I'm around the neighborhood and Uh I wanted to let you know that I sell alarm systems. Ah, you're trespassing to make a sale. Yes. Ah. So you're committing a crime to prevent crimes. No, no crime. (laughs) Here's... I don't know if you can if you can come back from that one. Here's my card. I just want you to know. Oh, this is the card we'll present to the police officer yeah. when yeah. Uh, when we call him after you leave. Evidence A. Just letting you know that with our system, uh-huh. you know, you can leave your garage door open, but then it's going to alert you that somebody has broken the plane of the garage. Someone like yourself. Correct. Okay, <laughs> but I'm I'm in. So if someone walks in, I know they're here either way. So, right, but it's like, too late. I'm so, in your face. Right. So how do we kick you out of this house right now? By buying my alarm system. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> you know, I actually accidentally broke into somebody's house. How do you accidentally break into somebody's house? Yeah. So you, how do you accidentally break a window and accidentally climb through the window? Well, I didn't break a window. First of all, I don't even fit through a window, so come on. <laughs> it had to have okay. been a, a how big... Do you, how do you accidentally break through a sliding glass door? No, I walked in the front door. Okay, you said I broke into somebody's house. I'm sorry, you're talking to a former criminal lawyer? Please don't throw around terms like, I broke into somebody's house. I yeah. accidentally infiltrated somebody's house. House. Yeah, what did you do? I walked through the front door. Um, well, wouldn't it have been breaking and entering at that point? Oh, now you're using breaking and entering. I'm just saying. Well, apparently you did it accidentally. I so, did. Yeah, I feel like the word choice is making your situation a lot worse. Way worse. Okay, I was in somebody's house uh-huh. uninvited with them in the house. Oh my God, uninvited. Very uh, technical. So what happened? So you know like subdivisions, when they start building them, they usually have the models that you can go in and check out what the house is going to look like. Well, in line, there was three of them, and the fourth one looked like one too. So I just walked in with my mom to show her the house because we were looking at houses that I was possibly going to purchase. And she walks in, and I'm behind her looking at the house, and as she gets 
to the kitchen, I realized that their shoes, like how people walk into a house and put their shoes by the door. Oh, this is not a model home. Exactly. And then I noticed that there was some clothes on a couch because they set up the houses like they're being lived in but this one was being lived in or it could have been like a really really well staged house like hey you know this kind of feels like uh this could be you feels like six months in huh yeah yeah like these could be your slippers right here and this could be your wet towel right here hanging from the chair and this spilled over laundry basket come on haven't we all yeah and that warm drink that used to be cold at some point sitting on the table that could have been your drink right that's how i felt when i opened up the door next to me and i saw what could have been my two cars in the garage (laughs) (laughs) and that's when i whispered to my mom we gotta go this is not for sale no i want to be there at that moment when you told your mother though because i'm pretty sure it wasn't as simple as we're committing a felony right no mira jose mira Wait a second. Why is my mom Mexican? She's not. What? She's not Mexican. I just said, Mira Jose. That's Mexican right there. Okay. Well, you know, your mom to me is Mexican. Okay. All All moms on this podcast are (laughs) Mexican. Mexican. Okay. (laughs) Let's just go with it. All right. Orale. Mira Jose. (laughs) Mira esta cocina. Me gusta la cocina. Mama, let's go. We got to go right now. Cállate, Jose. Mira, ya hay un lechón en el horno está hecho. Yes, mom. It's it's for dinner. We're breaking into somebody's house. Mira, esta casa viene con comida ya hecha. No, mom. We got to leave. Mira, el vino ya está servido. That's what I'm saying. People live here, mom. Vamos. ¿Sabes qué? ¿Sabes qué? Yo creo que quiero esta casa porque ya viene con comida. Mom, I hear people. We got to leave. Ay, mira. Mira esto, Jose. Mama, mama, why are you eating the lechón? Porque sabe bueno, Jose. Toma, come aquí. No, mom, no. Put the wine down. You can't be drinking wine either. Pero es que es rico. Excuse me. Um, What are you two doing in my house? ¿Qué hace este hombre en mi casa, Jose? Uh, We're just house hunting. So we were going through the neighborhood looking at houses we're going to sí, buy. Sí, dile a él que ya no lo puede comprar, que ya yo la compré. Esta casa es mía. My mom's interested in purchasing this house. No, no, ya la compré. Dile que no puede comprarla ya. She says she's bought it already. She's bought my house that I've bought already. Sí, tú tienes que comprar la otra del lado. Ya esta es mía ya porque viene con comida. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry we're interrupting your dinner. Mom was just hungry. She's eating a little bit of your pork, but she'll put it back for you. Dile que no, que no voy a compartir este lechón con nadie. Este es mío. Mom, we gotta leave. This is your name is, sir? Jenning. This is Mr. Jenning's house. Ah, Jenning, ¿cómo está? Fuera de mi casa. Um, She's saying you have to leave. Oh, I have to leave my house. ¿Qué le pasa a este hombre? Ya se me está enfriando el lechón. Mom, we gotta go. Let's go. ¿Para Come dónde on. vamos, no. Mom, José? we gotta go. This ¿Para is dónde? Mr. Jennings' house. We're gonna go see another house. Pues vámonos entonces. No, Mom, you can't take the lechón with you. You gotta leave it behind. Ay, qué porquería de casa. Curious what this says about me, okay? I have gutters in the house, and... They have gotten clogged with stuff. As all gutters do. As all gutters do. As I found out, by the way, because uh, embarrassingly enough, once I had them installed, a couple of months later, I noticed that the water was overflowing. And I called the company like, yo, (laughs) why are you laughing already? I I said, I can picture what you're going to tell the company because you're upset. Okay, well, then let's see it. 
gutters are us. How can I help you? Yes, this is Ellie Castro. Oh, Mr. Castro, how are you? Hope you're enjoying our fabulous gutters that we installed into your house uh, a couple of months ago. Well, uh, your gutters were installed very perfectly. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. We're very proud of our work. No complaint, except till today. Oh, wow. So yeah. you do have a complaint. Your gutters are retaining water. Like, the water's not going like they should be. That's the point of me putting gutters, is the water just leaving. Oh, you're saying it's overflowing. Yes. Like, there's something stuck. No, nothing's stuck. Like, it's so much water, uh-huh. because it's not leaving from your exit that it should yeah. leave, that uh-huh. the water is just overflowing, and then I'm getting wet. That's, that's the point I put gutters in. So that's the reason why you're calling me? Yes. Uh, you don't know much about houses, do you? Excuse me? I take it you don't really know much about uh, how gutters work. Well, apparently you don't because your gutters are overflowing. Uh-huh. So maybe I should have called a different gutter company. Okay. Have you gotten up there and seen what's inside the gutter? I don't need to go up into my roof to uh, see the gutters okay. to look at it and see right. that the water is overflowing. Yeah, you know what muck is? Uh, yeah, it's like what's in the bottom of a lake. You know, there's companies that come out to clean your gutters, right? Uh, Okay, well, why don't you come and clean the gutter that you installed? Sure, absolutely. That'll be $525. What? I didn't know you were supposed to clean your gutters. Wait, so you're telling me up until now you had no idea that gutters could get clogged? No. What With what? It's just water. I didn't know that there'd be like leaves and dirt. I didn't know. And then the leaves turn mushy. Right. So when I got up there... I was like, yo, this is like mud, straight up muck. And I'm like, what? I did not know that at all, right? So I'm there digging it out and cleaning it, right? And I'm like, oh, this is actually a thing. Yep. So recently, I noticed that it started doing it again. So this time, I was smart enough not to call the gutter company, (laughs) right, and threaten them, right? Right. This time, I thought, I'll just call a company that does it. And I found one who, by the way, had pressure washed my driveway. So why didn't you just climb back up on the ladder and clean it yourself? Because having done it already, I did not like it. You get me? (laughs) So I'm like, why do something I did not like at all? And by the way, to uh, learn from my father, you're just taking money away from those uh, who specialize in this. You understand? <laughs> I don't want to take employment away, okay? Gotcha. So I'm like, this guy was pressure washing my driveway and I saw on the side of his van that he does gutter cleaning. So I'm like, perfect. So I texted him. This is what they texted back. Hello, Ellie. We would love to help you out with your gutter cleaning project. Okay. So I'm like, great. They would love to do it. I would hate to do it. Right. And they go, gutter cleaning cost estimate. Ooh, this is when you get, you know, rough. Right. Because it's going to get complicated. Dirty gutter, 125. Filthy clogged gutter, 150. Gutter with plants growing out of it, 175. We do have availability this week. Let us know. Did they attach pictures of a dirty, you know, filthy and a plant one? Thank you. What is the difference between dirty and filthy and ones with plants growing out of it? And why is there only a $50 difference? Well, I can tell you that plants growing out of it is obvious. You've left it so long that now plants have started to grow in the muck. So it's got roots. Yes. But that's at 175. Right. A dirty gutter is only 125. Well, because on a 125, they could do it with a pressure washer and just get the stuff out. With the roots growing in, they got to stick their hand in like you did and get that muck out. To them, that's worth $50 of trouble. They can make the price anything because it's like, if it's that dirty, I don't think the majority of the population looks at it like, well, you know, my gutter, my work. I think the majority would think, uh, you know, my gutter, someone else's work. 
you're saying that given this price, that people are just going to pay it anyway. Right. Not your father. You're not going to pay 175 to clean the gutters? Wait, 175 assumes I have plants up there. Again, I don't know if I do because I haven't gotten up there. I don't see them from the ground. I don't see anything sprouting. But the fact that you're going to break it down 125, 150, 175, to me, sounds so petty. I just said no. So you just said no because it sounds petty for you. You're telling me, oh, if it's dirty, it's 125. If it's filthy, it's one. It's 150. How about just clean the gutter? I'll give you 150, okay? Clean whatever you find up there, all right? Relax. It's not that big of a deal. If it's not that big of a deal, then why didn't you just pay it? Could you stay out of it, please? <laughs> Freak out, yo! Go! Mira Good Nice is a show about finding love and staying in love. It's a story about what really happens when a romantic movie ends and real life begins. So come check out Ellie Castro's one-man show, Mira Good Nice. And laugh about relationships and learn the secret of living happily ever after. Coming to the Steinman's Hall in the Dr. Phillips Center, Friday, October 7th at 8.30 p.m. For tickets and info, go to ellicastro.com. See you soon. You're listening to The Ellie Castro Show. Enjoy. Well, you know, for just $2, you could just get yourself some latex gloves. I'll loan you my ladder and you can do it yourself. It sounds easy. But to actually do it is hard, okay? It's a dangerous job, man. So maybe it's worth the 150 done? Okay, maybe. I mean, this is something I do every three months at my house, so I, I know what it's like. Wait a minute. You get up on your roof to clean your gutters? I get up on my ladder. I don't have to get up on the roof. I actually got black latex gloves so I didn't have to see the muck. Oh, and they're like reusable? No, I throw them away, but I have a big pack. Oh, so you have more? Yeah, I can give you two so you no, can dry it yourself. No, no, you can bring that ladder over to the house and you could do it. And maybe I can give you uh, 25 if it's dirty, 50 if it's filthy, and 75 <laughs> if there are plants growing well, out. I'll just give you a flat rate, 150. I did a show recently in Washington, D.C. I did Made in Puerto Rico, and I had a gentleman uh, approach me after the show. We took a picture, and he was very complimentary of the show. And he posted this on LinkedIn. He posted a picture of him and I, and he said, Really enjoyed your show back in D.C. Thanks for the cultural insights. It has definitely helped me as a leader. Wow. And I never gotten that response. Usually I get like, thanks for the show. It made me laugh. It made me think. It made me cry. It made me feel proud of my culture, but never that it definitely helped someone as a leader. So I looked him up. I looked his profile up. His name is Richard Farnell. All right. He's a battalion commander with the U.S. Army. Check this profile out. U.S. Army officer with more than 20 years of experience. He has led and trained multiple organizations in the military and has written leadership articles for Harvard Business Review, Psychology Today, Association for Talent Development, and military publications. That should be enough for a profile. Yeah. That's just halfway. It goes, he is also an experienced executive officer with a demonstrated history of working with the Department of Defense and corporate organizations. Again, good to end it right there. Yeah, no. th- that's normally where the normal person would cap off. No, it continues. Skilled in enterprise architecture, intelligence analysis, data analytics, operational planning, command and leadership. He is also an educator and doctor of education student. Wow. 
is there like 10 of him like doing all these things? Because I don't know how one person can achieve all of this in just 20 years. Well, also, how did he even have time with all of this to go see your show? That's so true. You know, I should have taken a picture with him, asked him for his autograph and be like, um, you are a national hero. Yes. How are you at my show? How are you taking time to come watch me? I feel like you're wasting your time when you could be doing intelligence analysis and data analytics and you're here watching me i felt honored obviously he didn't waste his time because he says from your show he took things that now he's using it to become a better leader interesting right so i kind of want to see how he was able to implement some of the insights that he got at my show in his job okay so let's see it Good morning, gentlemen. Have a seat. Good morning, Commander Farnell. Good morning, Commander Farnell. Let's get this uh, weekly staff meeting started. Before we start, I just want to take roll call. Uh, let's see. Uh, Private Enrique Jones. Present. Private Elizabeth Murray. She's not here, sir. She's absent. Actually, uh, I'm going to correct myself on that. Uh, given the uh, performance that I saw recently, her name is probably not Elizabeth. It's probably Elisardi. It's probably a mistake that we've been making. So please do not address Private Elizabeth as Elizabeth. It's Private Elisardi. Yes, sir. It's a common mistake that I believe our society is making with that name. Sir, yes, sir. So let's address Elizabeth Murray as Elisardi Murray. Yes, sir. So all Elizabeths from now on, we address them as Elisardi. That's correct. Because given the performance that I saw, it causes quite a bit of trauma. And I think it's time that we address this error. Noted, sir. Uh, let's see who else is here. Uh, Private Michael David. Present. Okay, we're all here. Calisthenics is something that I want to change. Henceforth, I know that you guys have your musical preferences. Private David, what's the song you like to work out to? Hey, uh, by Outkast, sir. Private Jones, uh, what's your workout song again? Eye of the Tiger, sir. And that's by Katy Perry, sir. I got the eye of the tiger, the fire, dancing through the fire. No, Private, that's a remix. Uh, who sings that song? Survivor, sir. Okay, we're going to nix Survivor's Eye of the Tiger, and we're going to nix Heya by Outkast, sir. We're going to nix both of those two. We're going to go with Subete a mi moto by Menudo. Great choice, sir. Sir, yes, sir. All right, moving forward, we're going to talk about our dietary planning as part of the operational planning. As you know, that that's a big part of my profile. Yes, sir. Food is what fuels the body. Food's what gets me up in the morning. And here's what's going to get us up in the morning. We're going to go with hot dogs for breakfast, sir. That's correct. And lunch. Hot dogs for breakfast and lunch, sir. And dinner, sir? That's correct. Except we're not going to pronounce hot dogs as hot dogs. We're going to pronounce it as hoss dogs. Hoss dogs? Hoss dogs. Like, sir, like ho hose dogs? No, I didn't say ho. I said ha, ha, hoss dog. Hoss dog. Hoss Dog. Hostag. Host, hosted. Hostag. Host. Host. Like hostage? Hostag. Host dog. Like, no, no, you got it's a T is silent. Hostag. Hostag. That's it. We're going to be having hostag for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Will that be every day, sir? We'll try for a week and see how it goes. Oh, I'd love to be an Oscar Mayer Next on our agenda, I've noticed uh, there have been some complaints, Private Jones, with your GPS system on your vehicle. Yes, they've been a little vague, uh, so we want to make sure that they're you know, specific as to where 
the direction is of where we're going. More precise, sir, if you will. You wanted to show you how to get there, not just tell you how to get there. That's correct, sir. I wanted to lead us. more In a more physical manner. Exactly, sir. I learned this in the conference that I attended uh, this past weekend at the Kennedy Center that I think what we're going to do is we're going to implement what's called a Boricua GPS system. And how would that work, sir? Instead of having the GPS voice that is very emotionally neutral, this Boricua GPS system will actually speak with emotion. And it will give you directions, not just telling you how to get there, but with sound effects as well. Okay, sir. Uh, what about situations where there are no addresses, which we've run into? How are we going to address those? A lot of sound effects. And the sound effects are of what, sir? Of the sounds that you would make when you would make a turn or when you would go straight. Can you give us an example, sir? Yes. Like uh, a left turn is takiti and a right turn is fuakata. And to go straight is sige, sige, sige. Things like that. It'll make sense. You just have to try it for yourself. Sir, are we going to have to put these in the manual so that all privates coming through will now know that Takiti is a left? And Fuakata is a right. And Fuakata is a right? Yes, absolutely. Thank you, sir. And lastly, on our agenda, we have to discuss the musical group that will be invited to the end of the year party. Sir, I have an idea. What is it, Private Jones? I just listened to this group this weekend, and I think they'd be great for it. They're called the Deland String Quartet. <laughs> That's a hard no. Sir, I also have an idea. Recently, I listened to the Maitland Buggies. The Maitland Buggies? What what kind of music do they play? Hard country. What does that sound like? It's what you would expect to hear in the 19th century portion of the country area. Do you have a favorite song from the Maitland Buggies? Spoons and Sticks, sir. And how does that song go? Hey, spoons and sticks, me and my horse. Cattle, 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 cattle. Cows, horses, cowboys. Cattle, 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 cattle. I got my spoon in my stick, my cattle in hand, my horse in, I'm sitting on it. Cattle, 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 cattle. Yeah, that's tempting, Private David. Uh, very tempting, but that's also going to be a no. I got the group in mind. It's Hermanos Ayala, and they will be playing Bomba. Bombero, eh, bombero, eh. Sir, if I may. Yes, Private Jones. Bomba, if I remember correctly in my Spanish class, is bomb. It's not the bomb. It's not, we're not, no, we're not dancing to a bomb. Bomba is typical Puerto Rican music that dates back to the African ancestors of Puerto Ricans. It's great music and it's going to get into you. It's great music. Sir, but what if I don't know how to dance? It doesn't matter. The rhythms of Bomba are going to get inside of you and they're going to make you dance. You're going to lose consciousness dancing to Bomba. Wait, so I'm going to lose consciousness, sir? That's correct. So we're passing out while dancing. <laughs> yes, that's correct. So thank you, Richard Farnell with the U.S. Army for coming out to my show. I'm honored and flattered that it made you a better leader. And if you need me to speak to your squadron or platoon or office personnel, whatever, just let me know. I'm available for speaking engagements. Like a motivational speaker? Yeah, yeah sure. If that's what they need. All right. So what would that sound like? All right. Here we go. Primeramente, buenas tardes. Feeling unmotivated? Mira, you can do it. Remember, you got the eye of the tiger. Let him hear you roar. You're a survivor. You tell him, subete a mi moto and ride that motorcycle into the sunset with a hustuck in one hand and a bomba drum in the other. 
I don't know if that would have motivated me because you were basically quoting songs and just telling them about the host dog. Okay, and- but it's what I'm quoting. Yeah, that's like a huge crossover of a bunch of medias. But it's the way I'm utilizing them. I mean, I'm telling you, you're a survivor. How do you not get motivated if somebody tells you you're a survivor? Because what if they haven't survived anything? Well, I'm telling them that they are. See, I'm already at the finish line. I'm saying you're a survivor, man, okay? You got the eye of the tiger. Let them hear you roar. I mean, if I tell you that, how are you not going to at least roar? You weren't motivating enough. It sounded like you were just like preaching to them. I mean, motivational speakers are more like they get you pumped. Like you feel it inside. Yeah, preaching is a good word to describe that. I would not say it's a motivational, let's do this. Okay, slow down. When you go to church and the preacher is preaching, do you ever feel motivated? Nope. What? It makes me like more relaxed and fall asleep. All right, so that's not an effective preacher. That's all preachers to me. They just make you mellow. I've never gone to church and been like pumped up and been like, oh, let's go outside and mess something up. Now, what are you talking about? Why would anybody take it that way? You know, preachers don't rile up like uh, gangs, okay? <laughs> it's They're supposed to motivate you to become a better person, Jose. Maybe if you stayed awake, you would realize that and be inspired. They're motivating you to be a better person, but that just relaxes you. It's the equivalent of like, listen, to meditation music. I'm going to get relaxed. So you go to church to zone out. So you wake up early for church just to pass out at church. No, to come out relaxed so that when you leave church, you're relaxed. If I leave church pumped up and hyped up, then I'm going to do exactly the opposite of what the preacher was saying when I get out in the road. Why is that your mindset? I don't understand. The preacher saying, oh, God is number one. Yeah. You know, be good, be good. Go out and help people. And Jose, Jose, yeah, Jose walks down. He's like, oh, you know, it'd be really fun. Punching someone today. Yeah, running somebody over. I don't, yeah. what, what happened to you? You want a preacher that's going to make you fall asleep so that you don't do bad things? To relax you, yes. It's to tone you down. But a motivational speaker for our military should be to hype you up. You don't want somebody in the military all mellow and like, nah, we don't nah, we don't need to go in there. Are you telling me that by me telling them that they're a survivor, that they got the eye of the tiger, that that's preachy and that's going to make them mellow? Yes, you're telling them that they're a survivor. You're already telling them they're going to get hurt. No, I'm telling you, you got a problem. <laughs> I think you have a huge perception problem that we need to talk about on another episode. <laughs> And that was the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Alexi Castro. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. For more information on my upcoming shows, Mi Gente, you can go to EllieCastro.com. And you can also follow me on social media under Ellie Castro Comedy. You can follow me on social media under Jose A-Rod. Remember, Mi Gente, life is so much better when you're laughing. Hasta la próxima. Palante. One.